fun people, today I'm asking the question, what happened at the end of Raya and the Last Dragon? We are going through the entire conclusion of Disney's newest film because I was kind of confused and not always the most impressed by how this meaningful, engaging, and important story came together. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to the future of Kumandra. You see, after Raya and her friends travel across their lands and choose to trust Namari with the Dragon Gem, the orb that held all of the remaining dragon magic in the world, suddenly that action caused a domino effect that literally solved every single loose end that had been established up until that point without really any clarification on what was going on. First, the dragon gem, after going completely dark, suddenly lit up and brought every human and dragon back to life, even though it originally had been unable to revive the dragons when Sisu used the gem 500 years ago. Somehow, humans trusting each other was more powerful than dragons doing the same thing? I guess. Now, I think the creators want that to be able to be brushed aside with Sisu's explanation on the origins of the evil Drune, since she explains that they are a plague born by human discord. Therefore, I think we are supposed to believe that to eradicate the Drune completely, humans have to be the ones to actually get rid of them by creating peace by trusting one another. That's why Raya and her friend Sacrifice allows Namari to bring the world back together. But even if that is true, there's not much of an explanation as to why the dragons would be limited to only removing the Drune from humans initially and not themselves. I feel like it would have made more sense to have the species that trusted one another be able to remove the Drune from their own kind, but the reverse kind of seems to be true. Instead, it seems apparently trusting your enemies only can remove evil from others and not your own, which I don't necessarily think was the initial intention of the creative team. But this confusion just seems to be a consequence of the ending that they wanted to make. You see, the gem doesn't work consistently because we found out by director Don Hall that there had been discussions on whether or not the dragons would return after the dragon and gem was used. Of course, they eventually came to the conclusion that they wanted to truly have a happy ending, which in their eyes meant that they had to have the return of the majestic dragons. Riot and the Last Dragon brought Sisu's family back, not because it made sense in the story or because it aligned with how the magic was established in the world, they did it in hopes of establishing a grand Disney moment. And while on one hand it was incredible to see the dragons return, and I love the score that swelled and the beautiful visual effects effects that went along with it, because I didn't necessarily understand why the dragons were returning in the context of the film itself, the moment kind of felt hollow for me when I first saw it. To me, it feels like a similar moment that happened when Arendelle was saved from destruction in Frozen 2. People from the past made a variety of mistakes that led to a lot of suffering, but in the present, there were absolutely no consequences for making amends for those atrocities. Arendelle got to continue continued to stand even though they had raged a war against the Northodra, and mankind and the dragons both were able to live again after the humans selfishly had threatened their existence by unleashing the Drune. I think it's also important to note that I believe the Dragon Gem has been eradicated, because it was formed out of the magic of Sisu's siblings, so now that they have returned, I think their magic has been returned to them. It's something that wasn't talked about or shown on screen, but I think it makes sense in the context of the movie and would explain 
where the Dragon Gem went. In addition, in a similar way to Elsa in Frozen 2, Sisu also sacrificed herself for the good of mankind and was later revived by magic once the curse was suddenly lifted. The dragons somehow had the power to be able to revive their own kind, which brings into question why Sisu just gazed upon her brothers and sisters when they were in their statue form. Maybe the dragon's magic doesn't allow Sisu to revive them, or maybe she doesn't know about that power, but we really don't know because it's never a magical ability that's set up. All of this means that the accident that led to Sisu getting shot didn't necessarily crush me because the death happened so quickly and she returned only 13 minutes later. Honestly, what felt more palpable was Raya's rage after the arrow was shot. It was incredible to see Raya unleash her built up anger after suffering for so many years. Now, did I think that was the right way to handle her frustrations with the world? Absolutely not. She definitely shouldn't have threatened Namari's life because it wasn't going to change her situation in any way. But at the same time though, I didn't necessarily think it was Raya's fault that Sisu was hit by the arrow. That whole Raya didn't trust Namari stuff makes little sense to me when Namari was literally pulling the trigger when she was aiming at Sisu. Raya had put her whole faith in Namari being an ally to reunite the dragon gem pieces and clearly saw that she was on the way to killing the dragon that Raya believed was necessary to save the world. Of course she was going to take action to attempt to stop the attack. Personally, I wouldn't say that Raya and Namari were in any way equally accountable for Sisu's short death. Anyways though, once all of the dragons are brought back to life and Sisu sees her siblings again, she reunites with all of her human friends and then we are shown Tong, Boon, Noi, and Raya all reuniting with their families, which I just loved. Honestly, seeing Tong's child, hearing Boon's family calling out to him, and Benja crying when he finally saw Raya again were definitely some of the most beautiful and emotional moments for me in this film. But it's after these reunions that we learn from Raya that Kumandra has returned, which kind of confused me at first. Moments ago, it seemed like the different sections of the world were prepared to go to war with one another over the Dragon Gem, especially Fang. So a part of me felt like it was inauthentic to see all of these people traveling to heart to bind as one again. Of course, I know Raya was striving to make her father's dream come true, but it's hard to picture people having an ingrained culture and identity that was established for over 500 years that they would quickly be willing to abandon. Especially when I remembered why Namari's mother, Virana, desired to be under the control of the gem and Sisu. The people who control the most powerful entities in the world have a lot of power and can inspire a lot of support from other people. So is Kumandra coming together because people believe that decision is right for them, or are they scared of Heart because the dragons are aligned with Raya? A part of me feels like Heart being given dragons is kind of like if one country obtained every nuclear warhead imaginable. I feel like there would be a lot of peace, but not because people suddenly trusted one another. It would be based in fear, and Heart definitely doesn't have an amazing history with the other factions. We are told that when the dragon gem was formed, there were battles that were fought to attempt to obtain it, which implies that Hart's armies slaughtered other people to get a hold of it. Raya descends from the people who had the resources to secure and then hide the dragon gem from the other factions of Kumandra. Of course though, I don't think Raya or Benja would ever use their power being connected with the dragons against anyone else. That seems so far removed from their characters, but a part of me still thinks that 
could have been a motivator for others to submit to Benja's dream. Really though, I just want to know what was said to the people of Kumandra to bind them together again. And when I think about it more optimistically, I would hope that seeing how individuals from all walks of life coming together to defeat the Droon, save the people they lost, and revive the dragons would be enough to see why it was important that they should finally be one civilization again. I think I just have some reservations on a solution like that just because I have seen how complicated and tumultuous the world can be, especially over the last few years, and have seen how divided people can become. It's a lot easier to push people away than it is to bind them. But in the context of Ryan the Last Dragon, I think it makes sense, and I'm glad there's a story that shows people can come together. But while I have my criticisms as to how some of the loose ends were wrapped up, I feel like some aspects could have been set up a bit better. There's no denying the story has an impactful, relevant, and powerful message that shows that trust is at times what is needed to restore a kingdom. With each faction's knowledge, resources, and might, and the inclusion of the dragons in their world again, I think Kumandra will be able to establish itself as a welcoming, accepting, and strong home again. Trust was what was needed to begin rebuilding Kumandra, and I think the future is very bright for them. But what did you think of Rai and the Last Dragon's ending? Also, make sure to subscribe and click the beautiful bell if you're new, and then click on another magical video in the description or on the screen. Finally, as always, thank you to my patrons and channel members. Thanks for watching, and have a magical day.